Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to episode, I can't even remember which. It feels like we've been doing this for years. We've run out of ideas. And so let's just get straight into it. Tom, hello there. Um, you've been you've been having a little look online to see what's been coming out, and there's something that's caught your eye, uh, something from Tudor. Can you tell us a little bit more about that? Yes, a new Pelagos, the FXD. Now, the Tudor Pelagos is a watch that I quite fancy because I like blue dials and blue bezels. <laughs> <laughs> so whenever I see a blue watch, I go, hmm. Although I think his, uh, a blue watch is passe now. Are they going to go? Am I? Is that going to be like a? Oh, he's got a blue watch. Oh dear. Are you asking if the industry that is still peddling the mechanical movement might ever become passe because of the colour of the <laughs> dial? I think we're probably okay on that one. Yeah, sure. But this, I think we've got some mileage. <laughs> there's something about um, the uh, the Pelagos. It's the matte blue, I think, and the inset in the dial, that little dip, is just really, really pleasing. You've never mentioned the Pelagos before. As 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 you know, I'm I'm an owner of a Tudor. I have a Black Bay 58. Yeah. And the, the Pelagos as a line has, it's a good watch, but it's always sat in the shadow of the Heritage Black Bay line. Is this a new thing for you? Have you just become aware of the Pelagos, or have have you just ignored it in the past? No, it's it's always um, sort of been on my radar. But as what's funny is that you say that the Pelagos sits in the shadow of the Black Bay and the Black Bay sits in the shadow of the Rolex Submariner. So it's like it's in a double shadow. It's almost a Double shadow. Yeah, but, I mean, you're, you're a Tudor owner, so I think the reason I haven't shouted about it is because I think Tudor owners are kidding themselves. <laughs> <laughs> It's almost a Rolex. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's actually, it's like, oh, Tudor, oh, what, what, what can you afford the Rolex? Couldn't you find one? But or, <laughs> or it's the other thing. It's just like, you know what? I'm alternative. Screw Rolex. I'm going to get a Tudor. It's, it's a little bit hipster. <laughs> little bit hipster. Uh, I'm joking, of course. <laughs> I kid. I kid. The Rolex, though, by comparison to the Tudor, I, I, I personally find that Rolex, uh, for me, the modern Rolex, is a bit too shiny, a bit too glitzy, polished ceramic, all of that kind of stuff. And what appeals to me about Tudor is how uh, authentic it feels as a watch from an era when it was relevant 
Well, what drew me to the Pelagos FXD was that it was mil-spec, which, as I understand it, is slang for millionaire special. So I thought this was going to be a really, really, you know, glitzy, glamorous watch. I wanted to find out what what makes it so special. So um, and before you uh, before you knew it, you were signed up to the French Foreign Legion, posted somewhere in the Middle East. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> where do I get my gold ingots at? But uh, no, it's not millionaire special. Is that what you, is that what you're trying to say? It's not millionaire special. This is a military specification watch. Oh. Um, it's something that Tudor's been doing for a very long time since. Um, well, since pretty much after it got going in the 40s, uh, whereby the military need to tell the time, they need to buy a watch, they want it to be not too expensive and not too cheap and nasty. And so uh, Tudor supplied uh, the French military with watches. Right. And military watches is a whole big topic, obviously. There've, there have been lots of different brands, including Tudor and Rolex and, and Panerai, who have supplied watches to the military. Um, but I, I really want to set the scene for this with a point of view that is, what are the military doing with mechanical watches today? This is what intrigues me about it, um, because, yeah, historically, as you mentioned, Rolex, Panerai, you know, supplied the military. But now my my impression of mil-spec is that, right, okay, there's you've got your issue army boots, combat fatigues, and your Cartier Pasher, <laughs> synchronized breguets. Like, it doesn't make any sense to me. Like, what, what, what are we talking about when we're talking about military watches? Because is that why the military spend is so high? Because, you know, all these regiments are getting issued Tudors? Is that <laughs> well, what people are angry about? At just under £3,000 uh, or $4,000. <laughs> Uh, I, I don't know what it costs to issue the average special forces soldier with equipment. I imagine the gun is probably quite expensive. If you were to pair that back to find budget for a £3,000 watch, they'd probably be lacking in other departments. And they'd probably be lacking in time-telling abilities as well, because as, <laughs> as we all know, people who dive these days don't wear Tudors and Rolexes, they wear dive computers that tell them more things than the time and yeah. elapsed minutes on a bezel. Military watches yeah. of old were worn because they were the technology. Sure. In 1960, they, were, they weren't thinking, oh, shall I wear this Rolex or shall I wear this dive computer? The dive computer didn't exist. No. The Rolex was the dive computer. Um, is that what this is more about then? When, when people see Millspec, they're, they're really saying, you know, this is a celebration of the, the, the old partnerships between these classical watchmakers that were the peak technology at the time and the military. And we're kind of honouring that again by making these pieces in tip-top condition f for these special units. Is, is that what they're going for? Well, Millspec has always been, hey, we like what you make, but we want you to adjust it slightly for our use. So right. um, we want to have fixed... Bayonets? Uh, spring bars. Oh, sorry. <laughs> we want to have fixed spring bars so the strap doesn't fall off. We want to have uh, additional markings on the bezel so it's clearer to use in the dark. Small modifications yep. to a standard watch to make it military specification. Right. Right, mil spec. Um, yeah. But they're not actually going to use them, though, are they? Well, that, that's that's the that's the question. So they've <laughs> this particular watch 
differs from other mil-spec watches I've seen, like other reissue mil-spec watches. I've seen reissue mil-spec watches from Breguet and the like, uh, IWC and all those sorts of people where they produce a watch that looks like the watch that they used to make for the military and it's for you to buy and reminisce about and think about the heritage and, and, and another time, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tudor is dressing this up slightly differently. They're saying... They're not, what they're not saying is this is for a time gone by. They're saying this is for now. We have spe- specified this watch for now. Yeah. And I just picture a line of um, Marine Nationale dive specialists all being handed out these watches and thinking, well, that's all very well and good, but I don't want to die. <laughs> have you got anything a little bit more modern? Yeah. You know, do you... <laughs> the, the the new Eurofighter Typhoon unit. Right, we've got rid of those. No more jets. In your biplanes, <laughs> off we go. We're doing it old school because yeah. a brand said so. In a new collaboration with the estate of the Wright brothers. <laughs> but this watch has been made to be a usable watch today. They they have they have not just taken what the military watch looked like before. They have done something new. Um, but they actually they're supposedly wearing it to go out and about doing their business mm. I suppose the real question here is what is their business what what do they get up to for that yeah. we can only speculate they say Sarge is this a real mission or shall I wear the Tudor yeah you can wear the Tudor for this <laughs> this is just yeah it's just a, it's just a, we need that shopping trolley out of that lake so you, you'll be fine with the Tudor <laughs> It's a classified lake, though, so they have to send a military. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, maybe maybe the people in the comments could enlighten us as to um, why the military would need this watch at this time, as opposed to another piece of equipment that might be uh, more modern. Yeah. So let's have a look at it. Um, it is a 42mm case that is slightly thinner than the standard Pelagos. Mm. Uh, it loses the helium escape valve because the military specification didn't require the full 500 meters of water resistance they only wanted 200 meters so they've actually decreased some of the specification for this edition also the hiss would give them away their position (laughs) probably um the uh the lugs themselves are machined into the case so it's a monoblock piece the lugs uh, swoop around into where the spring bar would be into a single bit so you can only fit one piece straps with this so there is no spring bar that's going to break for you to lose your watch yeah Uh, but the biggest and most significant detail uh, of this watch that perhaps people might not even notice and might gloss over completely is that the bezel it's crinkle cut is the wrong it's crinkle cut well the bezel is slightly bigger than the old one uh, so it can be grabbed by cold fingers with neoprene gloves on, as the uh, marketing material says. But it also goes the wrong way round. Right. So instead of uh, reading clockwise from 12, instead of it going 5, 10, 15, 20, it counts down. Okay. From 60, 50, 40. Um, and there is a reason for this that I've, I've never seen before in a military watch. Mm. They say that... Uh, you get your little dive buddy, you go out in a pair, you have a bit of string keeping you together so you don't get lost. I'm in mind of one of those trains of school kids when they take them from one place to another. 
You know, and they have a teacher at the front in a high vis and a teacher at the back in high vis, and all the te- all the all the children hold hands. Right. So you've got two divers connected by a yeah. piece of string, military issue piece of string. A military. <laughs> Hopefully, it's not three thousand pounds as well. Otherwise, the cost is getting up there a bit. One of them has a compass. Right. One of them has the watch. The guy with the compass says, "We need to go in this direction for ten minutes." And the guy with the watch goes, "Oh, ten minutes." And he then sets uh, to the minute hand, he then aligns the 10 minute marker on the bezel to the minute hand. Okay. So it's then counting down to zero. So he can say, stop, what's the next direction? Right. Now, I don't know if they've heard of GPS. Yeah, just get a, 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 a waterproof housing for your phone and you've got all of that in there. Yeah, or any number of existing watches that already have GPS. In them they're only swimming just below the surface so signals not a problem satellites <laughs> are always up above i don't understand um maybe have you ever had this with your sat nav when you're driving along the road and then your sat nav thinks that you're in the in the lake next to you and it gets all upset i've been in a lake <laughs> and my sat nav's got upset because it's underwater well, i'm grasping at straws here because i cannot figure out why the marine nationale would take this watch and be like yes yes this is our watch that we're using now we're going to ditch all the good stuff all the technology we're going to use this and that's that's what I don't understand it's one thing to make the watch but it's another thing to try and convince me that it's relevant yeah it'd be nice to have and then say hey someone compliments you on your watch and you can go yeah, yeah, the uh, Marine National used these probably, so... <laughs> for the for the brief period of the photo shoot. <laughs> yeah. If there is anyone listening from the Marine National, I would love to know, do you actually use it? Do you actually, though? Because this isn't the first instance where a brand has partnered with a uh, an elite military unit in the modern day to present them with a watch that otherwise really has no place in modern military. Let's talk about Bremont. Okay. They, uh, aviation watches, uh, they've got the Martin Baker watch, which is supposedly uh, rugged enough to withstand uh, an ejector seat blast. Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, in an in a idyllic French farm. Something like that. <laughs> <laughs> the French farmer Monsieur Bremont was his name was uh, given to the watch as by way of an apology for all of the ejector seat testing that they were doing. You're going to shift those chairs. Yeah, yeah, yeah we'll come back for it. <laughs> they were doing in his cabbage patch. <laughs> um, but they they have teamed with a number of different uh, squadrons, elite squadrons like the U2 squadron. Um, they go up really high because that's the only place that U2 music is acceptable. And they have a special watch. So it's the Martin Baker watch, uh, I believe, with some U2 branding. And it's just a watch. They have no need for it. I think they get it. I think if you are in that squadron, you get it as a discount. And it's a bit of a, hey, look, we're all in that squadron type of deal. But it's not a thing they need to fly the plane. Yeah. But with the FXD, which stands for uh, fixed, by the way, as in the fixed. Oh... But I think the watch itself is nice. I like it. Yeah. As with all Tudors, um, it's 
pretty good value. It's got that in-house movement. Um, some other little interesting points to note about it, actually. Uh, it's not just the hands and the markers that are luminous. The whole bezel is luminous. Mm. Um, and the bezel clicks both ways as well, which is quite unusual for a dive watch. Usually a bezel only goes one way, so you can't um, add time by accident. Sure. And leave yourself... I was going to say high and dry. No, it would be low and wet and dead. Uh, this one can go both ways, and I'm assuming that's because... Uh, it's not to count down the oxygen, it's it's more of a navigation tool, so it's easier to get to where you need to be on the bezel by having it bi-directional. Yeah, and that's actually like a good selling point for the casual wearer, who this is probably most likely going to go to, because that's quite fun, isn't it, just to twiddle that back and forth while you're on a work call? <laughs> where you, where you, you probably do what I do, Tom, where you... You turn it a little bit just because you want to go Yeah, because you want to turn it, but then it's like, oh, I have to go all the way around now, but yeah. not with that. No, and yeah. you have to try and do it as quietly as you can. So on the team's call, <laughs> you don't get her going click, 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 click. Yeah. So, um, yeah, sold. But wait, the, well, oh. the best is yet to come because wait, Tudor... snowflake hands. Snowflake hands, it's got that, still got that. That's standard. <laughs> <laughs> the, the Tudor... Pelagos FXD has reduced the five lines of text on the lower half of the dial to four. Ooh. We have lost the line that says rotor self-winding, and that's not because it is no longer self-winding. It is. Um, I think five lines was just a bit too many. And yeah, nice to remove some of those. I don't know if it's like, if it's supposed to be... Uh, a homage to the military spec watches that had less text. I don't know, but they, they chose this as a good opportunity. Get rid of that line. Scratch it off. Gone. Have they is it put it around the back? or? Uh, well, there is something around the back. A little memento to the previous watches. There is uh, MN21, Marine National 2021, which is the format that the military spec watches used to have on Tudors of old. Nice. Uh, what, do you, what do you think about this watch, Tom? What do you think about it purporting to be current tech for the French military? Does it say more about Tudor or the state of the French military? Well, I don't... That sort of stuff doesn't really interest me. I mean, like, that's fine. It's a nice little story, but that's not a unit shifter for me. Like, hey, you know, the Marine Nationale wear them. It's just like... Does Daniel Craig wear it? That's what I want to know. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It, it, for me, it's US Navy or nothing. <laughs> Maybe the Royal Navy. No, I mean, um, I, I think it's a fetching watch. Uh, I really do. Um, it's kind of a little bit busier than the um, original um, Pelagos, which I'm a big, big fan of. So, um, yeah, but but Marine Nationale is nice, uh, nice to have, let's say that. <laughs> if there is anyone out there who has seen that it's being worn by the Marine National and thinks, oh, let us know why. Let us into your brain. Yeah. Because I don't get it. Um, but as you say, yeah, it's a really nice watch. If you like the styling, brilliant. Uh, it's going to be built superbly, as Tudors always are. And, yeah. And yeah, um, yeah, yeah. certainly got us talking. Well done, Tudor. Yeah. Yeah. And it's blue as well, which is it's fantastic. Shall we have a look at some comments from people out in the real world yes here's a topic I'm very interested in 
we did a video. Uh, this cheap Longines is bizarrely controversial. A lovely looking watch, um, especially at arm's length, until you get in a little bit closer, and here's where the controversy comes. The dial has been spattered with uh, little black dots to make it look old. Do you Fotina. Uh, Fotina, yeah, as it's as it's called. Are you a fan of the old Fotina? Um, do I like manufactured aging? It's more of a fashion thing, isn't it? It's um, you know, you get pre-aged jeans and and those and t-shirts with with a worn-out looking print on it from a festival that doesn't exist, and <laughs> and I think Patina's kind of it's kind of creeping into that territory a bit, isn't it? it it's it, it's it's a lie. You're wearing a lie on your wrist. It's very it's very controversial and it's very subjective. Bizarrely controversial. Um, yeah. So my my Black Bay Fifty Eight does have a little element of that in the loom, where the loom isn't white; it's slightly creamy. Sure. And I think for me there is, it's it's not a hard and fast yes or no. There is a grey area of doing it tastefully so it doesn't. It's not calling attention to itself, but it adds to the feel of the watch. And then doing it so far. So that Omega, um, the 007 edition in titanium, that's got some really, really uh, caramel brown markers. And yeah. I think that's a bit too much because you notice yeah. it. It's very standout. It just doesn't feel like part of the overall thing. It stands out. And I think for this Longines as well, I'm not really sure. Making the dial look aged. Um, Let's see what some people think in the comments. So, Charles Emerson says, I know it's not for everyone, but I really like the watch and dial. Stauer makes almost exactly the same watch, but with a plain white dial. And to me, it looks too stark and a bit off. The warmth of the cream dial and faux patina with the blued hands make the watch for me. Personal preference, but if you look at it as a form of dial finishing, I think it really works. And if that doesn't work for you, at least Longines has the history to back it up. Yeah, I, I, I agree. I think if it's in service to the watch, um, I think it can work. If it if it's it's just an extra layer of vintage aesthetic, isn't it? That's the real hard thing with it, isn't it? Because on the one hand, you might have um, so arsenic says, do they also come with pre-scratched cases? I think it's an attractive watch. I would see this patina as a designer choice rather than trying to emulate the worn-off look. Mm. So, you you could be saying that it's a statement that this is an older watch, but because the whole idea of these watches is that they're an older technology and that you're mimicking something that was relevant decades ago, that's where it gets muddied. Yeah. If it were the latest iPhone and it looked pre-aged, or some like modern jeans that look pre-aged, it's sort of a different story, and I think that's where this grey area comes from. I guess because it's so um, divided, it should be optional, shouldn't it? Do you want patina with that? Maybe there's a little button that you can hit and it, psh, some kind of cloudy fog gasses your dial inside the crystal and <laughs> turns it yellow. Ages it like that scene in Indiana Jones. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Now my dials are yellow and crispy. Well, I don't think we've solved that at all. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, right. Well, if if there is any more to say on that conversation, I'm sure uh, everyone will let us know in the comments below. Once and for all, Fotina, yay or nay? Uh, yeah. And if you've got any other questions about 
anything else watch related please feel free to ask us um i'd love to hear from you ask andrew anything about urology all right well we've sorted out tudor we definitely haven't sorted out the fotina thing no i wonder what we'll be sorting out in the next episode probably nothing again (laughs) all right then until next time until another load of nothing yeah see you later guys keep keep loving watches like and subscribe yeah see you later planning for your next trip elevate your travel style with quince Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.